Greetings to listeners all around the world. Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing's podcast number 125 on July 20th of 2023. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. In today's podcast, I'll be answering three interesting investment questions. The objective of my books, my website, and my podcast are to show all those seeking financial independence how to become informed, confident, successful, self-directed investors. Question number one. How do you determine what shares to add or delete to your portfolio? The reason someone buys a share in a public company is to acquire a benefit. The reason they sell a share is to either solidify the benefit they have received from buying the share or to avoid a loss in the share value if they continue to own it. There are supposedly 16,000 shares available on North American exchanges. You could write on a token the stock symbol of the 16,000 shares and put the tokens into a box. You could then blindly choose your stock at random. Well, this is one way to decide on which stock to add to your portfolio. I would not recommend it. This random way of picking stocks is not much different than choosing a stock that is being promoted in the media as the next hot stock that everyone should invest in. Just because some authority says a share price is going to soar does not mean you should follow the crowd of speculators. It is critical that you know exactly what you are investing in and why you are investing in it and what it is costing you. Unfortunately, no one can accurately predict future share prices on a stock market. It is an auction vehicle for pessimists to sell stocks to optimists. Thus, while publicity can cause a stock to suddenly soar, publicity can also cause a stock to suddenly crash. How do I decide which stock to buy? There's nothing magical or complicated about it. I use the easily accessible selector software available to me as a self-directed investor with TD Bank. Most self-directed services offer a similar research tool to their customers. Initially, using this simple screening software, I request that it select for me out of the 16,000 stocks in North America only those stocks paying a dividend of 5% or more. There are 3,749 common stocks paying dividends, and this 5% reduces the number down to 565. Preferred shares were eliminated from consideration because I found less than 1% of preferred shares ever show a capital gain, 
and what you may gain in a slightly higher dividend yield is lost as almost all have significant losses in share value between 20% and 50%. Why do I use dividends as my primary selector? The purpose of any company is to make a profit. Companies that do not make a profit fail. They cease to exist. Dividends are paid out of profits. If a company you haven't invested in fails, you will lose all that you have invested in it. There's little point in risking the loss of your hard-earned money by investing in weak companies. Thus, the dividend selector directs you to the financially strongest companies from which to make your selection of the strongest paying the best dividends. I do not want to spend weeks looking closely at the 565 stocks that were selected. I need to bring this down to a manageable number. I know from analyzing thousands of stocks that companies paying dividends greater than 10% generally have problems. Thus, when I use the selector to eliminate stocks paying dividends over 10%, this reduces the number for consideration down to 400. This is still too many. Another indicator of financial strength is a high operating margin, which is a measure of how much money the firm makes on each dollar of revenue. The TD software calculates the operating margin by dividing operating income by total revenue. I know from having scored and analyzed many stocks that my strongest stocks have an operating margin greater than 36%. Using 37% as my additional selector, the number of stocks to consider is reduced down to 69. This is still more than I wish to consider. To further lower the number considered, I add an average volume of shares traded as a selector. Buying a stock at the price you want to pay for it is often difficult if the stock is lightly traded. The strength of a stock can be reflected in its attractiveness to thousands of investors. Some stocks can trade over 100 million shares in a day, and some can trade no shares in a day. Choosing stocks trading over 100,000 shares a day will help identify the strongest. This brings the total to be considered down to a manageable number of 14 companies. Four of these 14 chosen stocks had dividend yield percents between 5 and 6%. Two of the stocks were paying dividend yields greater than 9%. The highest of these was Devon Energy Corporation, and the next highest was MPLX. Both were traded on the New York Stock Exchange. I could find no listing 
to Devon Energy Corporation in my reference books, American High Dividend Handbook, nor in the New York Stock Exchange's 106 Best High Dividend Stocks. However, MPLX was listed in both. That listing will save me the time of having to gather the information I need to assess the stock. I could immediately see that MPLX has been listed on the New York Stock Exchange since 2013. Its dividend payouts in 2013 were 28 cents a share. Every year since then, the payouts increased. Even during the market crash in 2020, they rose from 55 cents to 68 cents a share. This is an indication that it is a well-managed and successful company. Dividend payout amounts are decisions made by managers of the company, not by speculators. They reflect the management's wise revenue and expense decisions. Speculators determine share prices. It is interesting to see that during the 2020 market crash that speculators drove the MPLX share price from $29.51 in 2019 down to $17.11 in 2020. It quickly rose again to $28.12 in 2021. It was at $34.59 on July 18th of this year. This is a new record high by a few cents over the $34.49 it was launched at in 2013. When I ran MPLX through the IDM stock scoring software that is supplied with my books, it scored a 68. This is higher than the 63 it scored in 2022 and the 61 it scored in 2021. Few companies score over 65. The highest score I have ever calculated out of thousands was a 78, and the lowest was an 8. I avoid stocks scoring under 50. Most stocks score under 50. Is this a stock I would add to my portfolio? Perhaps, but I would prefer a stock that had been traded for more than 10 years and was in a less volatile industry than energy. You can see the impact of energy prices on share prices. MPLX's share price has fluctuated up and down over the last 10 years. I prefer to see stocks whose share prices have risen steadily, along with steadily rising dividend payouts. The rising share prices give you an additional level of assurance that the dividend payments will constantly increase and keep your dividend income ahead of inflation. The perfect stock does not exist. All you can do is compare stocks and choose those that appear to be the best. The stock scoring software is a big help in objectively scoring stocks. 
Thus, I would not make my final decision on which of these 14 stocks I would choose until I had analyzed and compared all 14. There may be more than one stock I would want in my portfolio. By choosing stocks this way, to live very well off my rising dividend income for 20 years while I watch the value of the portfolio increase by several multiples. My choice of stocks provides me with a dividend income greater than 6% of the value of the portfolio. And in addition, the portfolio most years increases in value by 12% or more. These gains were not realized in the crashes of 2008 and 2020, even though the dividend income remained steady. The other part of the question was when do you sell? I rarely have any reason to sell a stock. I can go for a year without making a change in my portfolio. What can cause me to sell a share and find a better one is if the dividend yield percent falls below 5%, while at the same time, the IDM stock score falls below 50. A falling share price caused by speculators is not a reason to sell if the company is still financially strong and paying its way. Once you have invested equally in 20 strong, high-dividend stocks, you leave the portfolio alone. Only occasionally do you rescore the stocks to see if there have been any significant changes. Share prices are controlled by speculators. Most speculators do not consider the fundamental strength of a company before buying a stock. All they can see is a skyrocketing share prices that will never stop climbing. It is a casino mentality that the cards or the dice are on your side today. My podcast today is an attempt to remove the doubts that you can build a strong portfolio that will give you a reliable, ever-increasing income for the rest of your life. The ultimate objective is to grow your wealth and in time achieve financial independence. If you are curious as to which of the 14 companies out of the thousands that were available to invest in were selected, they were on the New York Stock Exchange, Devon Energy Corporation, stock symbol DVN, Katera Energy Inc., symbol CTRA, Altria Group Incorporated, symbol ZMO, MPLX LP, symbol MPLX, and Tero Midstream Corporation, symbol AM, TC Energy Corporation, symbol TRP, Star Bulk Carriers Corporation, symbol SBLK, Realty Incorp, Realty Income Corporation, symbol O. And on the Toronto Stock Exchange, they were TC Energy Corporation, symbol TR, Freehold Royalties Limited, symbol FRU, 
Equitrans Midstream Corporation, symbol ETRN, Headwater Exploration Incorporated, symbol HWX, Parex Resources Inc., symbol PXT, Pipestone Energy Corporation, symbol PIPE. Question number two. Can older people invest safely in the stock market? In the first investment book I wrote called Income and Wealth from Self-Directed Investing, I go into detail as to the dangers of investing through an investment advisor. I relate how an 80-year-old widow lost $300,000 of her life savings through the rather shady way her money was being invested by her advisor. She was a friend who asked me for help. Over many phone calls and emails, I showed her how I invested. She immediately grasped the importance of the stock scoring software and built herself a strong portfolio of 20 stocks. That was more than four years ago. She has not only recovered her $300,000, but with the $26,000 a year no longer going to her advisor, but to her, she has almost doubled her annual income. Initially, she used to panic every day when any financial news was reported. The 2020 market crash scared her initially, but when she saw that her income was not being impacted, she relaxed. She now tells me that she forgets about her portfolio and is no longer looking at it every day. She is the proof that older people can take full charge of their investments and their lives. The investment industry goes out of their way to make investing seem complicated and requiring special skills. They do not want you to think that you could possibly be capable of carefully selecting financially strong companies with long histories of paying reliable, strong dividends. My 80-year-old friend pushed me to write my investment books to help show people like you how to do it safely and wisely. Question number three. Is it safe to invest in the stock market when we do not know when the stock market will crash again? Be assured, in the next 10 years, the stock market will crash at least once and probably twice. Your portfolio could shrink by as much as 50% in value from its record highs. If forced to sell your shares during a crash, you will take a hard loss. This is the worst possible time to sell your shares. How do you protect yourself from such a loss? You learn to live on your dividend income. Dividend payments do not change during the crash because dividends come from profits and are not connected to share prices. Stocks are driven down in a crash by speculators who panic at negative news. 
They do not spend the time to study the stocks and see how they react to market crashes and how quickly they can again recover. Speculators often buy when stocks are at their highest point and sell when they are at their lowest point. This is why I'm told 95% of speculators lose money in the stock market. A crash is generally the best time to load up on strong stocks, paying high dividends. Some are often available at bargain prices. Be patient. Their share prices will recover, and with record share prices, you'll see increased record dividend payouts. In closing, I should mention that a transcript of this podcast should be available from your podcaster. If it is not available, send me an email at imacd at informus.ca. That's I-M-A-C-D at I-N-F-O-R-M-U-S dot C-A. And I will email it to you. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com.